2: For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com.
0: Hola, mi gente. Welcome back to another episode of the Corazon Chronicles podcast. This is your host, Janice.
3: <laughs> that was a very seductive intro. <laughs> <laughs> What's up, guys? Welcome back. We have another fantastic episode today i cannot wait to get into these reddit threads and yes. i think you have something that you want to talk about too. i right?
0: do i have some blind date articles to discuss because i have very strong feelings about blind dates <laughs> and whether or not they're a great idea and we're going to talk about a couple of stories that are probably going to be like
3: super crazy. that
0: convinces people like oh shit i'm never doing this again if you've ever done it oh Um, lord here we go yeah and uh so for y'all that watch us on youtube this is an audio only version uh just because we're feeling fucking lazy today okay and it's because the holidays are coming up we've been working very hard yep um gonna be in the process of moving soon and so i'm just like very low effort these days (laughs) yeah
3: true well you know there has been a lot going on but um yeah, I mean, shout out to uh, the fact that you got a new place, so you're going to be moving uh, yes. a little bit closer to my neck of the woods.
0: I am, so you can't get rid of me now, sir. <laughs>
3: Jesus Christ, I'm stuck, I'm stuck.
0: Uh, Yeah, I think that's called, Uh, I trapped you.
3: Well, that's, <laughs> that's an acceptable trap, I guess. Okay, yeah, okay. It's better that way.
0: All right, so let's kick off this conversation with some crazy-ass stories that I have found on the internet around the blind dating thing. Oh, God. Now, first, before we dive into these articles, have you ever been on a blind date?
3: No, I've never never done that. I mean, no, never, never a blind date, no.
0: Yeah, I've never done the blind date thing either, uh, just because I think... As a woman, just the idea of, like, showing up somewhere t- with a fucking stranger that I have no idea if they are actually who they say they're going to be. You know, I can't Google them. Right. That, for me, mm-hmm. is, like, too much for my anxiety. I can't do it.
3: And I feel like, Mary, or I feel like blind dates are more of, like, a setup up thing. Like, you have a friend, I have a friend, and we're like, hey, you guys are both single. You know, you guys should meet up at, you know, Caraba's at 8 on Friday, and then they just, they both just go. I feel like it's, like, yeah. a set-up thing, you know? I
0: feel like, though, maybe that doesn't necessarily classify as a fully blind date because at least, like, your friend can show you selfies or, like, some social media profiles or whatever of this person. I feel like a true blind date is, like, well, first of all, I don't even know how the fuck that happens. But, like, you just don't even know what the person looks like, who they are. You're just going to show up and see what you get.
3: Yeah, it reminds me of that movie, The Wrong Missing.
0: Yeah. Oh, my God. That movie, was it on Netflix? Yeah. Oh my God, that shit is so funny. Can you give folks a quick recap of what it's
3: about? Yeah, so it has David Spade in it, and he basically uh, goes on a blind date with um, what he thinks is somebody that he met on an airplane. So he had like this random fling with this chick. Her name was also Missy. And long story short, I forget how the other chick got involved, but... He ended up, you know, with the with the wrong Missy. So it was yes. hilarious. Though. That
0: movie was hilarious. And I will be upfront and say I am not a big David Spade fan. I find him very annoying. Right. But this movie was funny as fuck.
3: Yeah, he was funny. He's gotten funnier as he's older. Like. Yeah.
0: <laughs> okay, so let's dive into these articles that I found. So the first one is from Yahoo News. And the title is, Man Gets Sued After Leaving His Blind Date and Her 23 Relatives at a restaurant damn okay so quick summary jeez a man in china ended up in a legal battle after walking out on a blind date who expected him to pay for her and 23 of her relatives dang the man found his prospective partner through a matchmaker and arranged to have her meet at a popular restaurant Mm. so to his surprise she shows up with 23 relatives who joined them on their date.
3: Why would I just, I mean, I guess China, it's different.
0: Yeah, I mean, I've mean, i I've heard of, you know, like being supervised and shit, but like, I don't think these people were, were young.
3: Yeah, that's wild.
0: Yeah. Okay. So apparently the restaurant staff informed the gentleman that his uh, date's family Ordered a significant amount of expensive cigarettes and premium alcoholic beverages while they were at the restaurant. <laughs> oh,
3: got it. So okay. when
0: he was handed the bill, it amounted to nearly twenty thousand yuan, which equates about twenty eight hundred U.S. dollars. Okay. So at that point, he decides to leave the restaurant and have his date and relatives mm. settle the cost. Mm. So she did pay it, obviously, but she demanded that he contribute at least half, wow. and he said absolutely not. He agreed only to a portion of it, about $550 worth. So he paid like a fifth of it.
3: Yeah, that's still a lot. And then
0: her and her relatives had to pay for the rest of the share. So pissed off by this, her family decided to take the matter to court and filed a lawsuit.
3: (laughs) Hashtag petty.
0: Okay. But the court ruled in the gentleman's favor, stating that he should only be responsible for covering the cost of him and his date. Which was about $197. Wow. So, this entire incident got a lot of attention on Chinese social media and prompted discussions regarding boundaries of social etiquette between, you know, blind dates. And many people took the side of, of the man because sure. it was just kind of like, yo, this shit feels very opportunistic yeah. and fucking trashy.
3: Yeah, that's, a, yeah, that's very cringy. And
0: the fact that you brought 23 relatives, like, I understand, okay, fine, maybe you want to bring, like, a cousin or something just to make sure, like, you're safe, but bitch, this uh, ain't a, a fucking engagement party. I, yeah,
3: like, I'm confused. I'm not going to lie. If I was him, I would have been shook. I would have been like, <laughs> I would have I got out of there before anything was ordered. Yes. For real. I would have definitely did the escape thing and I would have been out of there.
0: How would you walk out on a date if it's not going well?
3: Oh, well, I mean, I'm not the one to deal with that type of confrontation, right? I don't want to be like, God, you're just so cringy. I have to leave. (laughs) But I think I would probably go to the server and settle what was on the bill for, you know, at that time. Mm hmm. And just be like, Here, I wanna settle this and I, I'm gonna to have to go.
0: You're just gonna dip without saying anything after paying your portion.
3: Probably, yeah. Damn. Because like, I mean, what's the what what are we what are we here to talk about? You know, if I'm if I'm <laughs> something happened that I feel like I need to I need to go, you know, it's uh it's probably not much to talk about.
0: I would probably fake like an emergency, you know, I'd be like I'd probably text my sister. I'd be like first I'd excuse myself to the bathroom. Mm. At which point I would text my sister and be like, bitch I need you to call me on FaceTime, hysterical, oh God. and pretend like you just got into a car accident and you need me to pick you up. And uh, yeah, and then I'd go back to the table, wait for the phone call, and be like, oh my God, um, I'm on my way right now. <laughs> Excuse myself. Oh my God, I'm so sorry. I have to go. This is a family emergency. My sister literally has nobody else. Um, thanks so much. It's been great. And then block and delete.
3: Damn, that's crazy. Because what if he was like, "That's that's fine." Because I'm a firefighter oh, uh, and God. I do EMT. I can come with you. I, oh. I, I handle these things all the time.
0: No, no. You know what? Honestly, my sister just gets anxiety and shit. Like, I just I feel like her having to deal with a stranger. It's gonna be too much. I gotta go.
3: Oh, you know what? It's funny because <laughs> on your Facebook here, it shows that she lives in New Jersey and you're here with me in Florida. Irrelevant. Oh,
0: okay. <laughs> I gotta drive 1,500 miles to go save my sister. It's gonna take me two days, but it's fine. Stop asking so many fucking questions. Goodbye.
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> and scene. Goodbye. <laughs> uh Yeah, so crazy ass story. Mm. Wow. Um, Speaking of which, so they did mention the fact that the whole incident sparked conversation in China about like social etiquette when it mm. comes to dates. Mm. So... Who do you think should pay on the first date? Should it be the man always? Should it be 50/50? Is this something you should discuss before you go on a date?
3: I think that I think it depends on where you guys are at as far as like the flirting and the chemistry and stuff, right? I mean if if you guys are really vibing and things are going good, you know, and I think then, you know, it's probably right for the man to kind of pay, you know, just because things might escalate you know, and, and I think that's kind of part of it. Um, but if if it's like a very fresh thing and you guys haven't even like gauged each other or anything like that, I think that there's nothing wrong with going like going stag, right? You know, just you pay for yours, I pay for mine. Like we're, we're just two people getting to know each other. If it was like, like I said, if there was a, a guarantee of some type of action or something later, I think it's more appropriate for the man to kind of like play that boyfriend role a little bit and like pay for it because it's like you guys are probably gonna you know go watch a movie at the house or something and who knows what but if it's like fresh i don't see i don't see why you know it's a big deal but i also think that it's i think it's i think it's attractive when the other person you know steps up and is like i'll I'll pay for mine don't even worry Mm -hmm. about it you know like Uh i think that's cool too because it eliminates all the pressure of the societal standards and all that. You know, I think it's nice for, uh, you know, someone to step up and be like, you know what? I know that this is a weird thing, so we'll just, you know, split it, whatever.
0: So I have a question. Should the fact that the man's pain make the woman feel an obligation to have sex?
3: Oh, no, I don't think so. Because, you know, you can always control where you guys go after the dinner, right? And if the guy pays for it, that's fine, you know, but I don't think that because he pays for the dinner, he should get, he should get some action. Mm-hmm. I don't think that's, that's how it should work.
0: But do you think some guys do that because they assume that oh, yeah, going yeah, to we've, influence things? Yeah.
3: I've seen the clips where like the guy's like, you know, at IHOP or something and she's ordering a bunch of food or whatever. And then he's like, you gonna come back to the house with me or whatever. And she's like, no, or whatever. And he's like, why the fuck am I buying this food if mm-hmm. you're not going to come back with me? So that's kind of like rapey to me, but yeah. I don't know. It's it's a little aggressive for me. I, I think that like someone who demands it or expects it or something like that is just uh, not there for the right reasons. Right. Because yeah. if you're there to like actually try to get to know somebody and build something or whatever the case is, like sex is going to come at some point. Mm-hmm. So like there's no reason to be like make it make it an exchange i'm gonna take you out to eat in exchange you're gonna let me inside you
0: (laughs) (laughs) yeah i think that's the thing i have seen those clips and just like conversations with men where it's just like oh you know there's this this hidden expectation of like if i put out money she's gotta put out some yeah and
3: And then you also that's
0: fucking cringy you
3: also have these women out here that are getting these men to take them out to these fancy restaurants and shit with no with no intention of doing anything to further the relationship, whether it's hooking up or even actually becoming a part of this man's life. You know, they're out here hustling for free meals. You know, they're out here like, yeah, you can definitely let's let's go out to eat, but you'll probably have to take me to like Ruth Chris or something. You know? So the guy's like, Oh shit, we're gonna go to Ruth Chris. Who knows? Whatever. It's been but five hundred dollars. Yeah, but her in her mind she's like, I'm about to go get a fucking Ribeye right. and, you know, $15 mashed potatoes. Let's do this.
0: <laughs> yeah, I feel like I saw an article recently about that. Uh I want to say it was in Atlanta. And it was like a woman who basically like spent, I don't know, $200 plus at some like seafood restaurant with mm-hmm. the guy. Right,
3: and, the oysters, right? Yeah, yeah, and like
0: drank a bunch of fucking drinks. And he got like $20 worth of stuff. And it was... Just it felt very gratuitous and just like women cannot be out here taking advantage and just expecting for dudes not to feel that way. Oh, here it is. I actually found the article. So um, this woman <laughs> ordered 48 restaurants. I mean, 48 oysters at a restaurant before her date ran out on her and the Internet reacted accordingly. Uh, this was on TikTok.
3: Yeah, I think I saw this, too.
0: And uh, she met up with her date at Fontaine's Oyster House in Atlanta, Georgia, proceeded to order four dozen oysters. Uh, but the date went wrong when the man apparently left after going to the bathroom over her choice of meals. Right. Um, in the TikTok, this woman told viewers that she met her date a couple weeks earlier while she was out with friends, saying that they'd been texting back and forth for weeks. And so she said she was bored. She had time, and so he said, "Let's meet up for drinks." And uh, and she ended up spending, you know, a couple hundred bucks. Yeah,
3: she and- she specifically chose the oyster spot. I remember seeing the mm-hmm. thing. I think it was on World Star. But she was like. He's been on my phone, and I'm not going to do anything with him or whatever like that, but I was bored, and I had time today, so I was like, why don't you take me to my favorite oyster spot? Jesus. And so she went there with the intention to just get a free meal out of it. And it's crazy because it puts a bad taste in a lot of these dudes' mouths out here that, you know, I mean, it it almost makes it to where, like, the first date situation, you want to do something different, like go to a museum, or it doesn't have to be something that you're getting out of it. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I think that now it has to be something different. You know, I know that the it's always quick to to go to the drinks thing because it loosens everything up and inhibitions and blah, 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 blah. But I don't know. I think that like for it to not be so transactional would be good.
0: Yeah, I absolutely agree with that. And uh, that feeds into the next article that I want to talk about. Oh, shit. So there was recently a list of places not to take a woman on a first date that went viral. Oh,
3: yeah, you sent me this. Yeah,
0: I did. And so... Uh, this list popped up.
3: This on- all started from the Cheesecake Factory thing. Shout out to the Cheesecake what, Factory. What happened with the Cheesecake Factory? Oh, there was like this. It was like going viral on like World Star and stuff, where like all these chicks were like. What's the most cliche spot that a man takes you out to eat? And they're like, "Oh, Cheesecake Factory." And they're like, "You know, that's they, they're comparing it to like chilies. Got it. You know, they're like, "Don't take me to Cheesecake Factory. Like, that's the spot I can go with my girls or something." Like, okay. But but then you're getting you're starting to get back into that transactional thing where it's right. like, I want you to take me out somewhere nice Jesus. in exchange. I might let you hit, <laughs> but I mean that's really what's happening, yeah. right? The, the the women are saying. I'm not going to let you hit if you take me to Cheesecake Factory. Is basically what they're saying. Yeah. Right.
0: Yeah. So this list went viral on X, formerly known as Twitter, and it's really unclear who curated the list. But apparently, like several ladies reached out to the you know original poster to basically like come up with the full list. So some of the highlights from this list: the Cheesecake Factory is number one, Applebee's, Chili's, Chipotle, your house. A buffet, your house, the gym, coffee dates, family functions, movie night, somewhere that requires a long drive, a hookah bar, a bar just for drinks, nightclubs, sporting events, and the list goes on. So there's a 20, total places. And it basically sounds like nobody wants to fucking go anywhere. It sounds like women just don't want to go on dates unless you're going to fucking Ruth's Chris.
3: <laughs> yeah, I mean I didn't hear pig roast on there, so No, but
0: no, it said family functions. Oh, so there so you go. Damn. So you can't even do that shit. No you know, dominoes Any fast food chain, uh Buffalo Wild Wings. I mean I, I have to agree, Buffalo Wild Wings and like Wingstop or you know, who the fuck How are
3: they places? still alive?
0: And why is anybody going on dates there? Not gonna lie. Um <laughs> church is on the date, interestingly enough.
3: Well, there's but, a lot of bad um, stuff that happens at church.
0: Yeah, I mean like I just uh, I'm gonna have to side with the men when I say that women need to stop being so goddamn difficult. If you actually want to date,
3: I it almost feels like they're not even like viewing themselves as like a woman that has something to offer other than like the box. Yeah, they're, they're just they're they're. They're viewing themselves and, and portraying themselves as a piece of meat, which is very contradictory to what they would all say.
0: And very you know. just like focused on assessing a man's financial capacity. Yeah. Like It just feels very much like if you can't have me as a kept woman from the first date, I'm not even going to fuck with you.
3: Yeah, I mean, it's a lonely world out there, you know, th- that leads to a lot of uh, hollow relationships. Yeah. And but usually stems from a lot of hollow people, you yeah. know, shallow intentions. And, you know, they might have, you know, the nice things or whatever. But when it comes down to the stuff that matters, all that stuff's not going to, you know, they don't really have anybody they can really call.
0: It's sad. It's really sad. I was very disappointed when I read that list. I'm just like, we as a society, cannot be out here just holding people to impossible standards. Um, you know, I think it's very, very unrealistic for you to be like asking anybody to drop a couple hundred bucks on you on a first date. Like yeah. that shit is wild it's to me.
3: Definitely something you got to earn.
0: It is, and it's just like
3: you should want that person to want to do that.
0: And that is not how somebody shows if they are actually into you.
3: Well, you know? the, I mean, if you're a shallow shell of a person right
0: like is uh the connection there is the communication there are they actually like doing what they say they're gonna do it's not just about how much money this man can spend on you because i mean you know at the end of the day he could have some big credit lines but he could also be a piece of shit that's cheating on you
3: yeah and it goes both ways too
0: yes absolutely
3: that's amazing
0: yeah so that list was wildly shocking you can go and find that on google and um there was actually Feeding back into the conversation we had about, like, first dates, quick side note here. There was a survey done by LendingTree that polled over 1,500 Americans that found that 54% of men believe that they should be the ones to pay for the first date.
3: Yeah, that's like a th- that's a thing, yeah. 26% like, holding the door of open.
0: women said that the date cost should be split between the two parties. Okay. Uh, and 34% of Gen Z respondents said that the person who asked the other on the first date Should pay regardless of gender.
3: I guess that's a good point too, you know, because it's kind of like, you know, you don't have any business asking somebody to come out and do something, invite somebody out. You know, if you don't have the intentions on on paying, I guess, you know. Yeah. I guess I could definitely see that.
0: Yeah. I mean, you know what? If we want equality as a society, like we got to start treating each other as equals. And while I feel like there's a lot of areas where equality is a thing, right, when we talk about like sharing household chores and blah, blah, blah. I feel like there's this weird societal regression that or this conversation around like men's and women's roles that are giving me like the ick. Mm. Where it comes, you know, the the whole like feminine energy and like being your receiving energy and like a man has to just cater to you and like pay for all the things and You know, if he asks you to split bills, he's a fucking piece of shit and blah. blah. And I'm just like, what? Like, how are we? How is that?
3: I think you got progress
0: as society. I
3: think you got to look at the people that are saying these things, too, because, you know, usually it's an echo chamber. Right. Mm -hmm. So a lot of the times the people that are saying these things aren't the ones doing these things. Yeah. So
0: the hypergamy coaches creep me out. So these are like a subsection of women who are on the Internet that are basically like. I'm going to teach you how to use a man for money right? so that you can get the bag and then like build wealth on his wallet and blah, blah, blah. And I'm just like, it, it's fucking cringy for me. I'm, I just can't.
3: Yeah. Like I said, they're objectifying themselves. They're just using themselves as like some type of piece of meat. Yeah. Pawn. It's wild. To get something out of somebody.
0: Can't do it. Can't do it. All right. So uh, the last article I wanted to bring up today was also around the blind date conversation. And this is coming out of where's this Omaha, Nebraska. Oh, OK. So a man was severely beaten after a blind date setup. up. Uh, he went on a blind date. 18 year old man was convicted. He will spend at least 10 years in jail for beating a man that uh, pretty much close to murder. So, wow. Uh, from the intensive care unit in January, this happened um, this past January, uh, the man named Chris Peters remembers little about being beaten, but he basically was almost killed. Jesus. Uh, he was attacked with a crowbar, and then the guy carjacked him. He stuffed him into the, his own car and like dumped the car several miles away. The man ended up wa- waking up and like calling 911 or whatever, but apparently...
1: Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.
0: And the man was just basically like
3: impersonating the woman. Oh, I see. So he showed up to like a house or something? Yeah. See, this is why when I was dating, I had the three-date rule because, mm. like, it, it's a real thing, you know, regardless of, like, the sex aspect, but, yeah. like, the three-date rule is you meet somebody in public and hang out with them three times before you go to, like, an intimate setting Yeah. just because, like, if someone wants to rob you and and whatever, chances are they're not going to want to put in that, those three dates, like, they're not going to want to put in that time, Yeah. the talking to you in between the dates and the maintaining and all that stuff just to get a couple dollars out of you. It's just not going to happen. So it's a really good filtration thing to, you know, it's a a good thing to practice for both men and women because you never know somebody's intentions. Yeah. But after, you know, three dates to me, I mean, it could take a month to get through three dates. Yeah, especially
0: if your schedules are hella hectic. Yeah,
3: work schedules and blah, blah, blah. So, like, it could take a whole solid month of talking and, 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 bullshitting before you get through those three dates and you know i don't know anybody other than like hackers that would want to put in that much time to get a few dollars out of you because what are they yeah. going to get out of you they just going to like get you to cash app them a hundred bucks or something i don't yeah, even know or
0: steal your wallet or whatever and yeah i'm just like first of all i would never meet somebody at a fucking house um always a public place. Every time I've
3: heard these situations with these stories and stuff, it's always the first time they went to meet up. Yeah. It's yeah. never it's never been like the chick grooms the man for mm-hmm. a whole month and a half or 2 months and then finally gets into the house and then her baby daddy comes out and like robs him and stuff.
0: Yeah. They uh. never
3: they never put in that much time.
0: That shit is crazy. Um, You gotta watch out. Yeah, so I think moral of the story: be careful out here, y'all. You know,
3: be careful.
0: Blind dates. um, (laughs) I don't think they should be a thing, especially with inventions like Facetime and WhatsApp. Like, you need to video chat with this person before you actually meet them. Uh, I will never understand like the whole catfish situation where people be having like whole ass relationships with folks over a period of several years, but well, you've like, never fucking seen each you other. Yeah, the
3: online relationship just cringy, Shit is and, wild. It, and it just yells out incel. <laughs> like for real, if, if you're that type of person who' who's 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 creating some type of online relationship with someone that you can't see or whatever, that's just like you're. You're asking. It's it's like getting scammed. You know the people yeah. that give up their money for some type of pyramid scheme scam. You're like, well, you're if you're dumb enough to give up your money, you're then you deserve to lose your money as well. Yeah. So it's the same thing with these people who get catfished. It's always some shill of a person who's like in the house all the time, get a recluse
0: that yeah. just is like desperate for any any hope type of, a of relationship.
3: Yeah, any type of like affection or. Whatever you know, and then um, it's
0: not worth it, y'all.
3: You got to get out, man. You got to go do some Zumba classes or something. Yeah,
0: (laughs) Yeah, y'all. That's a side note to the fact that I've started teaching Zumba again. She did first time since the pandemonium.
3: (laughs) Well, you you've you've been killing it though. You were the so it's a new it's a new gym.
0: Yes, and I am the first Zoom instructor of the entire gym chain. So. I'm the pilot.
3: Yeah, you had the uh, you had like the manager lady come take a first class with yes, you. Yes, and... I had
0: I had to show all of the staff what the hell a Zumba class was. Right, and it was quite interesting to see a majority of men um, do not have any rhythm. Apparently, that's that's a thing.
3: Hey, it's okay. <laughs> it's all right. It's it's something that I mean, unfortunately, you're either born with it or you're not. But I, I guess I feel like you can get there a little bit.
0: Yeah, for sure. You have the you have the hip movements. For Latin dance. The bachata. You just need the confidence.
3: The confidence, yes.
0: Yeah. All right, thing. babe. So uh, I think it's time to dive into these scandalous Reddit threads of yours. Scandalous. You'll be, you'll be finding some wild shit on these internet streets.
3: Well, you know, it's <laughs> the internet is just, it's endless, right?
0: It is a fucking sewer hole. <laughs>
3: it's, uh, it's giving. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I forget what this other one was called. Um, I I took the screenshot of it and, and knocked out the... Uh, oh, the title? Yeah, because no, I'm, okay. I'm good like that. <laughs> um, okay, I, I remember what that one is. All right, so the first one here, I've got two of them for you guys. So the first one here is, am I the asshole for wanting to go out with my husband on his birthday? I, 29... Um, female and my husband 29 have been married for eight years my husband is coming up on his birth my husband is coming up on his birthday so i thought it would be nice to get a babysitter for our daughter which is two and for us to go out to celebrate and invite all his friends as well i planned a babysitter and then told him my plans he said that i should have asked him before asking the babysitter because he just wants to go out with his friends for his birthday oh this left me upset because I never go out with him as getting a babysitter is impossible, and he goes out about three times a month with just his friends, and I would like to spend his birthday with him as well. He says i 'm being controlling, and i shouldn 't be upset that he doesn 't want me to go because i shouldn't because I should have asked what he wanted first, so am I the asshole for getting upset at my husband for just wanting to spend his birthday with his friends, or am I being a controlling wife
0: it 's giving Jovi from ninety day fiance. This motherfucker wants to go with the boys to the strip club and is mad because wifey fucked up the plans.
3: Yeah, there was a there was another one that I read and it was it was a similar situation and the guy went, he 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 was gone all day. He got back at like 10:30 and you know throughout the time he was gone and she called him and, and he would like be all loud and oh you should just look at my location or whatever. Well his location was off. Oh. And, and he ended up telling her, oh, I went to this bar and then uh-huh. I, I met up with my buddy at this restaurant and then she went through the bank thing and saw that he went to Hooters. <gasps> he spent a couple hundred bucks at Hooters. Damn. So she's like, I feel like, you know, he's trying to live his life outside the house a little bit, like kind of play around, you know. Huh. They, I forget what the term is, but the term for, there's something that you call people that take their wedding ring off when they go out.
0: Oh. There's
3: like a term for it.
0: That's fucking cringy. Yeah,
3: you're, this, you're a certain type of person that takes it off.
0: Okay. I yeah. mean, there are worse places to go than Hooters, though.
3: I get it. Hooters but has it's...
0: some bomb-ass chicken wings. not going to lie. And, I mean, you're not really going to get too much play, you know, from the waitresses. You're just going to see some booties and some titties. Listen, but... a, a
3: Hooters waitress will definitely set you up to get robbed by her baby daddy.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Damn. That you turned know. dark well, quick.
3: They do day shift at Hooters and night shift at the strip club. <laughs> oh,
0: mm. my God. Um, No offense to anybody who works at Hooters. I mean, you got to do what you got
3: to do. You got to put yourself through college somehow. Yeah. (laughs) All right. So this next one, (laughs) this next one is, um, this next one is about uh, a woman and uh, her husband are having a bit bit of a tiff. Uh, This one was, I think the title was, Am I the Asshole for Telling My Husband I'm No Longer Attracted to Him? And the reason that this started, um, I kind of go through it because it, it's a little bit longer. Well, I'll see. All right. So, my husband and I are in our first year of marriage. Before anyone just says leave him, consider that this is my last resort. I used to think that my husband was the greatest person on earth. We've had some difficulties, and I can't get turned. We've had some difficulties, and I can't get turned on by him anymore. The issue began when he and my mom got into a fight a month before my wedding. He was, the, he was the family's insurance guy. My stepdad started yelling at my husband about his insurance raising. My husband yelled back. My mom called to intervene. My, uh, to intervene, my husband in his anger continued to angri- angrily word vomit about my stepdad's treatment of him. And then uh, my mom told him that he needed to learn to control his temper if he was going to be in this uh, career. She then emailed his parents, which are his bosses, a, a big long complaint about him. His parents blocked her, and she didn't come to the wedding. Part of me didn't understand how you could not control your anger around your par- your partner's parents. I'm a very passive person, so I took my husband's side out loud because my mom had no reason to try to turn this and make it about his temper, which was which that is a flaw. He gets angry quickly and easily, but he notices that now and is getting better at going to walk instead. But for the next several months after the wedding, anytime my mom would get brought up, he would call her very nasty names to my face. I once told him the reason the stuff was so bad between us was because he kept bringing up my mom out of nowhere. He even randomly told me not to talk in my baby voice to the cat because it sounded like my mom.
0: Oh, my God. Triggered, sir.
3: Right. So I said it was his fault we were fighting so much. He rarely wants to admit that he did anything bad. He blew up, started calling me a liar, and called his mom and dad to tell them that I was blaming the whole issue between him and my mom on him. Obviously not what I meant. Eventually, he did apologize, but it didn't undo. I explained to him, she's still my mom, so I'm going to see her. He doesn't have to. We've stopped fighting. My mom does the exact same thing that he does when I'm around her, but I just don't live with her. She refuses to, she refuses to apologize. He refuses as, as well. She's also not allowed at our house, and he won't go to any family functions if she's there.
0: Oh, my God. Uh, It's a
3: mess where neither want to assume responsibility even for the sake of my peace. I feel if either loved me truly, then someone shut up and apologize. regardless. I still find after all of this, I now do not feel attracted to him. I have tried to explain to him that the arguments in the past have hurt my attraction to him. He gets defensive. Am I the asshole for not being attracted to my husband anymore?
0: I mean, this is tough, right?
3: Because he's being a bit of a bitch. I'm not gonna lie.
0: He's being a jerk, but also it sounds like her family, or at least her mom, is like just as fucking toxic, right? Because if they're just basically talking shit about each other to this woman, right? One is your family by birth; the other is your family by choice, aka your husband, right? I think they're both fucked up, and I think she needs to be the one that says, like, y'all need to fucking stop. Like, you need to fucking stop because this is hurting my relationship with you and with you, mom and husband.
3: Yeah, I mean, unfortunately, anytime I hear a story like this about the attraction being gone, you know, it's a very hard thing to get back.
0: Yeah, and it sounds like he just doesn't understand the damage that he's doing with his words. Right. And I think that they need to hit up our sponsor. Oh, jeez, Better help <laughs> because this family is dysfunctional AF.
3: That's hilarious. And
0: I feel like they have such big ass egos and so much pride that they are not going to be able to fix things without a professional and that's why i love better help because yes. you can literally organize a family intervention in your home on the video <laughs> screen like mom husband we're gonna talk to a fucking therapist because y'all are cray cray and you're driving me insane <laughs> so if this is something that you want to be able to do as well all you have to do is go to betterhelp.com to get 10 percent off your first month And, you know, the holidays are a great time to host a family intervention because everybody's going to be around each other, triggering everybody. So get your discount. Betterhelp.com slash Corazon.
3: Get that. (laughs) But,
0: yeah, no, these people need a fucking therapist because if they are not grown enough to fix their shit, then she needs to give them an ultimatum. We're going to go to family counseling. And if that doesn't work, I'm fucking divorcing you, husband. And, mom, I'm cutting you off because you're fucking toxic, too.
3: Well, I mean, if she gets divorced, there's no sense in cutting off the mom.
0: Well, she, but, you know, it might be a situation where, like, mom is just going to be a bitch to whoever she's with because of whatever, you know. I mean, it
3: seems like everything was fine. I mean, they literally had the man doing their insurance and stuff. So yeah. everything was fine until they had the blow up. So
0: y'all I right. need to grow up.
3: So the next one here <laughs> is the one about the Hooters thing. So on Sundays, my husband usually goes to our local bar to watch the game as the team that he likes to watch is not in our division. On most Sundays, my daughter and I go with him. But this Sunday, my daughter had a birthday party from 2 to 4. The game was from 12 to about 2.30 or so. I called him around 4.30 to ask, sorry, to ask where, he, where he was so that we could figure out dinner. Instead, he chooses to very loudly and rudely tell me to check his location. He wouldn't tell me where he was, only check my location, check my location, check my location. I hung up after a few seconds of this. Later on, I text him. I tell him that he was unnecessarily unfriendly and spoke to me in a, matter, in a manner that was not necessary. He then apologized and asked if I wanted to go to dinner at a restaurant nearby. At this point, it's already six, and I, and I don't want to meet him for dinner because I did not like the manner in which he spoke to me. <laughs> and since he'd been drinking, I don't see anything good coming out of it. Long story short, he ends up coming home around 1030. The next day, I ask him where he was and who he was, who he was with, and he wouldn't tell me. This goes on for the next couple of days. In addition to that, he tells me that I'm not his mother and that I do not control him.
0: Oh, sir. Okay.
3: And that I'm letting my feminine masculinity take over.
0: <laughs> what the fuck is feminine masculinity? Y'all uh, need to stop with this bullshit.
3: <laughs> so he finally tells me that he started at our local bar and grill and met his friend at, at another bar and grill. And ended up at the restaurant. After checking our bank statement, I realized that he failed to tell me that he had also gone to Hooters. Hmm? Blah blah blah. In my eyes, this is lying by omission. He said he's sorry because he didn't do any. He said he he said he won't say sorry because he didn't do anything wrong. Am I the asshole for being upset?
0: Um, the whole like check my location, but the location's off thing. That's. A fucking red flag for or, me yeah sure. especially if it's something that like is usually on but then he deliberately turned off for this um i'm gonna need to hire a private investigator because this man's up to no good
3: <laughs> <sighs> yeah i i mean i get wanting to spend time with the boys or whatever blah 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 but like i mean i don't know i feel like i feel like a lot of people that um, are in these, these marriages and then also have kids and stuff like that, it it all came at times that they weren't ready or they didn't right. want it or they weren't sure about the person. And, you know, now they're locked in and they're stuck in this thing. And, you know, there's no end in sight except for, you know, when the kid gets older or whatever. And I just feel like these guys are always looking for this great escape yeah. to get away from You know, someone who cares and loves about them and like they brought a a child into the world together with this person, blah, blah, blah. But like all they're concerned about is getting away and getting out. And I need my time. I need peace and quiet. I need the boys time. Like, yeah, it's just amazing because it's like if anything fucks off or anything goes wrong, I mean, you know. It just, I don't know. These guys are just always looking for some great escape. And it's like, why'd you even get yourself in this situation? Uh, uh-huh. You know what I mean? Why'd you even do it? Like, yeah. why'd you feel the need to get married to this woman? Like, why'd you feel the need to, you know, have a child and shit like that? All just to be miserable and look forward to the time away from this family that you've built.
0: Yeah, I think that's so on point. You know, I was thinking to myself the other day as I was watching you outside working on your car like how nice it is to be with a man who just genuinely likes being at home, who is just not out here always plotting the next fucking escape. Like, how am I going to get out of this house? How am I going to just go and do my own shit? Like, it's just nice for you not to be the kind of guy that just wants to be out in the streets. Because I feel like if that's the life that you want, A, you probably should not be in a relationship. And B, if you are in a relationship and that's how you feel, then you're with the wrong fucking person. Because it shouldn't be that, like, you need an escape from each other. Right. I feel like that's a fucking problem. Like it's one thing to have your own hobbies and like do your own thing. Right. Like I go to Zumba class. I go and hang out with my friends. You do the same. You go, you know, work on your car or it's a truck. whatever your truck. My bad. <laughs> um, but yeah. we have our things, right. We have our things that like, spark our interests that don't necessarily have to do with spending time with each other. But I feel like we genuinely like enjoy being around each other. Yeah. It doesn't feel like, Oh my God, I can't fucking wait to get away from this guy and go and party with the girls and go and talk shit about, Oh my God, this man's annoying the fuck out of me. You know?
3: Yeah. My mom and her husband are like, they're, they're, they're like us. They, and they've been together for like 10 years. And I think your parents are probably like that too. Oh yeah. My parents There's are a... like
0: literally each other's best friends. Like they are, we're going out together. or We're not going out.
3: Right. <laughs> yeah that's how it should be um, so yeah and then I also speaking about the truck thing for the I know that majority of our audience is women right yes. but I know that a lot of them have men mm-hmm. and I did just start a YouTube channel yay to do to do um, automotive content
0: welcome bay to the content creation space
3: yeah it's, it's uh it's a new thing here so
0: what is it, what are we calling this channel
3: it's it's ray's garage but it's r-e-y apostrophe s Uh huh. and um i might plug it in um in the description or something but yes. tell your tell your husbands to go check it out it's i uh i just recently bought like a lifted truck it's a project it's a it's a truck that i'm going to work on and fix it up and then hopefully flip it for some type of profit and then get the next one and you know there's going to be boats and there's going to be different stuff too so i've always been a tinkerer i've always you've been a
0: flipper too like this is a thing that you've been doing since you were like in high school
3: yeah with dirt bikes and stuff and then i've had um you know several vehicles and a couple of lifted trucks a lowered truck um so, yeah, it's 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 a hobby of mine that I like to do. It's 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 fun, and, uh, you know, you get to make a little money on the side. So I figured I would, you know, we're recording all kinds of stuff anyways. So yeah. I figured I would kind of put it out there. And it's also cool for me to be able to go back and see these projects because all the other projects that I did, you know, I have, like, a Polaroid picture or something, you know, and, and just the memories in my head. But now I can actually go back and be like, oh, yeah, I remember that truck mm-hmm. or... You know, that uh, that was a fun truck to work on, blah, blah, blah. So. It's
0: so fun to watch you work on stuff. Um, I just have to say <laughs> it's so hot to oh be with a man who knows how to use power tools and who knows how to, like, change the oil on a car and who has, like, these blue-collar skills that I feel like a lot of men in your generation just don't pick up or are not taught by their fathers. Yeah, you gotta be around it. I know you mentioned that you have some friends who are around the same age, and they can't tell a fucking hammer from a screwdriver.
3: Yeah, it sucks. I mean, I I remember the first time I even ran into that situation, because I grew up, like, in the country, right? Everybody knows how to do this stuff, you Mm -hmm. know? I mean, even, like...
0: My dad is a hell of a DIYer too. Like, he will not fucking hire anybody to do shit in his house.
3: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's other than electrical, you know, he should nah, probably not. My get father that be
0: doing running electrical, he'd be doing plumbing. Oh, I mean, shit. the man, it's like the fucking house has to be falling apart for him to hire somebody because he's like, we're going to figure this shit out. Right. And I don't know if that's like a generational thing. That might be a Puerto Rican thing. But I always grew up seeing that in my household. Like, this man who can handle shit right and who just like gives you that feeling of oh this man can like build us a house
3: some security right yeah
0: you know like this man can reassemble a fucking car or whatever like he's just got these very essential skills um so it's really nice to be with a man who is of my generation who like knows this stuff it's super fucking hot i am always just like you know a little flustered watching you work on the car or watch you hang up some shit in the house or I'm just like, damn, that shit is <laughs> sexy. Hello.
3: Well, thank you, babe. I love that. I love you. All right, that's folks. So anyways, that's going to be our episode for today. Remember, go check out BetterHelp slash Cora Get your 10% off of that therapy. Um, hit the like the subscribe, follow us on everything. Hit us with a DM. If you have a crazy story or something you want us to talk about, um check out the food channel as well too um you know for janice's food blog it's called delish delights that's d-l-i-t-e-s all kinds of quick little two minute three minute um puerto rican caribbean all kinds of different recipes and we're going to be adding a bunch more on there and then go check out the Ray's garage channel that's r-e-y-s garage and uh yeah
0: Yeah. And next week, we're actually going to have a replay episode. We're going to bring back something from the archives because it is the Thanksgiving week and we want you all to be able to enjoy your family time. And we're going to enjoy it, too, because uh, we're heading up to Jersey, going to go record with my parents and uh, bring back some stories for you all after the Thanksgiving holiday. So, you know, until we see you all again, we hope you have a happy, healthy and safe holiday. And
3: um, we'll see you soon. Hell yeah. Have a wonderful Thanksgiving, guys. We'll see you guys next time. Adios. Adios.
1: Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, Hello Fresh is your guilt free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh